You're muted, Jake. <laughs> Jake, you're muted. Hey, I'm muted. <laughs> now you're good. Now you're good. Okay, yeah. Uh, oh, beautiful. Technical difficulties on the 30th episode special. But uh, how is it going, everybody? Uh, this is the Pause Up podcast. We're celebrating episode 30 of the show. Uh, back on December 6th of 2022, we had our second ever guest on the show being the athletic director, Scott Carr. And uh, we're, we're just happy to have the man, the myth, the legend himself back to celebrate episode 30. How the heck are you doing, Scott Carr? Doing great. I, I don't I don't think uh, episode two, we had that cool intro for you guys. No, Correct me if I'm no, wrong. we uh, that came at a later time, but yeah, we, we had to build, we had to get guests on the show to make the intro look cooler. And now, uh, you best believe this is going into the into the intro. So, uh, love it, love it. Yeah, that was great. Doing doing great. So, uh, appreciate you guys having me on again. No, it's it's a pleasure. We always see that uh, if if there's one person that's that is it is going to be guaranteed to like our tweets and 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 like our posts, it's going to be. The AD himself. So uh, again, Scott, thanks for being on, and 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 let's get right into it. I I, I wanted to start this by going back into uh, back to episode three, and you had mentioned the two key pillars of your to do list at FIU that you want to accomplish, and that is revenue generation and brand building. I I, I did my homework. I remembered. So yeah, those are the two biggest things you had on your list. And again, December 6 was a very long time ago now. So, you know, how satisfied are you with both those uh, those two missions that you're still doing, I, I'm assuming? And just how, how are they turning out for you? Everything's going great, to be honest with you. It's, um, you know, we'll, we'll start with the brand building. Uh, I, I hope I'm not ruining a, a question later on. But uh, what was it last week when we unveiled the vice uniforms? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, that, that that was a. a great brand building moment. We had, uh, it's, it's a lot harder these days, um, to, to try to get social media data. Mm -hmm. Now that, now that we have a platform called X, uh, it was a lot easier, easier to get it off of Twitter, but, um, just us doing some in-house research, we had over a million engagements with, uh, with that video and what we put out there. And, when you just looked at a few of the platforms like Reddit and Sports Illustrated and Fox College Football and just a few of those larger ones, there was you're over a million and a half engagements on their platforms. Right. So that's in addition to what we did. So, um, again, engaging with FIU uh, alumni, FIU fans, but also obviously being at two point five million, we were engaging with a lot uh, of people that maybe did or didn't know about FIU and about our brand. So. Uh, just continuing to to get that message out there and and let the let the world know who FIU is. So uh, that's going great. Uh, we've had quite a bit of success on the revenue generation side. Um, obviously, we want to have more, a lot more there, and and on the brand building side as well. But um, you know, I think when I was on the, I don't know if when I was on the show, we had secured those those four five hundred thousand dollar gifts that totaled two million. Uh, we had, we had gotten those gifts right around that time. So I don't know if I, I mentioned that on that episode or not. I don't think I did. So I guess since that episode, I mean, it's, it's nice to bring in $2 million. Um, so, so that was great, yeah. but I want a lot more. Uh, I want to sell a lot more season tickets. I want to get a lot more Panther club members. I want to get uh, a lot more sponsors on board. Um, mm -hmm. But all of that is trending in a positive direction. Um, 
you know, we started the Panther Club last August. I, I my staff was telling me sometime in the next week, I think we actually celebrate our one year anniversary of, of the Panther Club starting. And mm-hmm. we, we've got about 250 members. Uh, so, again, I'd like to have 250,000 members, um, but uh, it, excited to have those 250 members because um, it's it's really uh, an education process to help everybody understand what the Panther Club is and, and how it really helps us. So, ah, uh, yeah, nice, nice on the graphic. <laughs> I like that. Whoever did that, good work, gold star. Nice but, job, uh, Kevin. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. But, um, but yeah, so things are going really well. So I appreciate you reminding me of of those two pillars because I, I was scared you were going to ask me, hey, Scott, what were the two pillars you said on December six? And I was going to say, oh my gosh. Jake, don't don't get me on that. But um, <laughs> but those are two pillars that that obviously are two extremely important pillars today as well. I'm glad you mentioned the, the two million dollar donation, because obviously we've seen what you guys have kind of done with it. Obviously, the weight room, the new locker room, the hydrotherapy recovery rooms. Just how satisfied are you with kind of what you've been able to do with that money? And I guess just more of a, as a follow up, what else can we expect you to kind of add on to the uh, athletic program with the money? you still have remaining from those $2 million unless, uh, you know, probably they were, they're all gone now after all these <laughs> additions you made. Yes. Well, uh, Kevin, obviously uh, you haven't been checking the construction prices here in the, in the wonderful city of Miami. Um, that, that 2 million is, is, is gobbled up uh, for those <laughs> projects, but very excited about those projects, right? It was the hydrotherapy rooms that that helps every one of our student athletes, right? That's not one particular sport; it's every student athlete. The the weight room that we're that we're renovating in uh, Ocean Bank Convocation Center that helps all of our student athletes because that means we now will will now it's not ready yet, but we'll now have uh, two weight rooms instead of one, and so that just helps with scheduling and, and availability for for all of our teams. So very excited about that. Obviously, extremely excited about the the upgrades for the football locker room. Um, those, those were needed and, uh, it, it looks great. I know our student athletes are really excited about, about that. So, so that's going well, but when you ask about the future and what we're doing there, so, uh, several months ago, we engaged with, uh, some sports architects that that's a company called AECOM. They're out of Kansas city. Um, they're, they're really big in the, in the sports space. We engage with them. And, and so we're, we're going through a process with them for, an overall facility master plan for, for FIU athletics. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at pretty much everything, um, you know, putting price tags to it. We're, we're going to see what that's going to be, but it's going to be a big number. Uh, it'll, it'll make 2 million look very small, but uh, it, it's needed. Uh, we, we need yeah. to do a lot with our facilities. And so uh, we'll have a great plan. It'll, I, I don't know if we're two months away from launching that four months away from launching that it's, it's hard to put a timetable on it, but we're spending a lot of time on it. Um, making a lot of progress, really excited about that. But um, we, we've got a lot that we want to do to our facilities and we'll put mm-hmm. that plan together. And, and again, we'll go out and, and ask the, the great community uh, of, of Panthers and the great community of the city of Miami to, uh, to help us fund those projects so, so that we can provide a, a much better experience for our student athletes and for our fans. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to piggyback off onto the Vice uniform. You talked about a one in a million impressions um, total and now in over a week, obviously, you know, Dan Frisella, Hunter, Hunter boys did an amazing job. Talk about their mm-hmm. efforts and how, you know, that went viral, you know, over the week with, uh, with college football and college athletics overall. Yes. So if, if you want to know what, uh, what my involvement in that was, is I, I hired Dan. <laughs> um, so, so uh, that makes me a smart guy because, because I hired <laughs> Dan and, and then Dan hired Hunter. Right. And so uh, when, when that happens, uh, you, you get two uh, incredibly creative minds and, and they put together a, a phenomenal plan. 
uh, the, the only the only thing I did was uh, because I'm much older than those guys. I, I was able to talk to him about Miami Vice a little bit more and how much mm. I love Miami Vice and, uh, you know, how for the for the game on October 11th, I'm not sure if I'm going to show up as Sonny Crockett or, or Sonny Burnett. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I'm going to be undercover. Right. You guys may not know that, uh, that that's his undercover name. Right. So there's a little mm. Miami Vice trivia for you. Right. But um, but no, it, it was um, it, it was definitely a team effort. Uh, you know, Dan and I know that when you're going to unveil jerseys, you don't snap a picture of it with your mm. can with your phone and and put it out and say, "Hey, we're wearing these this this upcoming weekend." There, you you, you really want to put a uh, great effort behind it, tell the story, do some storytelling, and 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 really make an impact uh, when you roll it out. And and those guys just they absolutely knocked it out of the park. Uh, so very excited about how that uh, how that came out. And and uh, the, the the Miami Vice lover and me just you know love the the overhead shot there on the, on the causeway and, and all that was, uh, was great. Um, so we, we were very pleased with how that, how that came out. Kind of to piggy out, piggyback off what Johnny said a little bit. I do want to ask you, I was talking to Dan, I believe on, on FanFest, the FanFest. And I was asking what, what can we expect? And, and he told us to expect something with the stun blazers. Obviously you announced the decals on mm-hmm. uh, that, that later that afternoon. What else can we expect? Maybe another Jersey, maybe stun blazer jerseys. Well, so uh, we don't. I'll, I'll I'll spill the beans. We don't have a Sun Blazer jersey, right? Um, th- okay. This year, the the one kind of authentic is going to be the uh, is going to be the the Vice jersey. Okay. But mm-hmm. we are going to do the the uh, Sun Blazer game that has the Sun Blazer uh, logo on the side of the helmet. But uh, but I will put the little teaser out there is that um, yes, we we do have uh, we do have another jersey, another uniform um, that that you will see. Uh, it, it's, it's not at the level of the vice, right. But, um, but, but we, uh, we did have a chance to, to get another, another set of uniforms. Um, so we'll be able to be more creative this year in, in our uniform combinations than Ooh. just Navy blue and white. Right. So, um, we, we've got some, we've got some other stuff coming. So, uh, so that'll be exciting. I, Dan talked to me about it the other day, but I don't remember the timing on, on when they're, when we're looking to roll that out, but, uh, but I'm sure sometime here in the near future. Okay. Are you know what Kevin's posting on Twitter right after this is over? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, before we go any further, again, shout out to everyone watching on on either Twitter or our brand new Facebook, not really brand new, but relatively new Facebook and YouTube channels. And thank you to the uh, to the eleven people that sent in viewer questions for Mr. Scott Carr today. A new segment we're doing that we hope to continue when we get some other uh, higher ups in in FIU athletics. I think it's cool to get some fan uh viewership and that'll become later on in this episode but scott first of all we're doing a lot of piggybacking all of a sudden but i would like to piggyback off of that that vice uniform because one million impressions in one week is is nuts regardless of who posts what uh to get one million impressions that fast did did that amount of support support shock you in any event or, or was it all like oh this is absolutely gonna hit a million uh impressions in a week no doubt about it if i'm being honest i i would not have expected a million again just on our platforms and then and then what the response it got from other platforms i knew that it was going to do really well uh i knew that it was going to do better than when we unveiled the field design mm-hmm. last year and that took uh, off too Right, that which which took off. So I, I knew it was going to be better than that, but uh, but I'll admit, I, I was I was actually sitting on my couch, 
you know, scrolling through uh, that night when, when we unveiled it, because I think we unveiled it at eight o'clock. Yeah. And so I was just trying to engage with some things uh, that night. And um, as my wife will attest, I don't think I was a very good uh, uh, communication partner that night. <laughs> if she was asking me questions, I was like, honey, let me, let, let me, let me uh, keep, keep pushing out this, uh, this vice stuff. But um, I knew it would do well, but, but that was, uh, that was next level. Well, mm-hmm. so, uh, so we were very excited about that for sure. Yeah. And, and shout out to FIU athletics and FIU football, by the way, they let us drop that trailer on our stream right before our episode with Biamonte, which was super yeah. cool. And, and believe it or not, we, that was vice week for us. It was completely unintentional. We had no idea that it was all going to work out that well, but you know, timing is timing is a blessing. Well, Hey, so, listen, uh, we, we really appreciate the coverage that, that you guys give us. So, uh, so I was glad that that worked out. You guys could work that out with Dan. Um, oh, but, yeah. but thank Shout you so much for the coverage you give for you give uh, that you give to FIU. So thank you, Dan. We love you. Thank you so much. Uh, so Scott, let's talk about some of the, the, uh, the coolest off season activities that you and uh, FIU athletics engaged in, which was the pause up tour and, mo- and even more recently uh fan fest. So let's start with the pause up tour. How would you rate the, uh, the turnout and reception you saw for all those events combined? It, yeah, I, again, be, because because I'm never satisfied, I would rate it as a very strong, uh, very strong A, and not an A plus, right? Because okay. I, I always want better. Um, it, it was great. I, I got to tell you, every time I go to one of those Paul's Up Tour events, I leave with so much energy, um, so much adrenaline uh, from from the FIU family. Um, it's great. We had great turnouts everywhere that we went. People that were so excited about what we were doing. Um, I tell people all the time, you can't go anywhere uh, in this city wearing FIU gear and not have somebody say something to you. They're, they either currently go to school, they went to school here, somebody in their family went to school here. It is just amazing how many people uh, FIU has touched. And, and, and you know, when you see 240,000 living alum in Dade, Broward and Palm Beach County, it, it should make sense that you see that many people out there, that many people uh, loving FIU, but it just, it's so amazing how they just, when they see the FIU logo, they just, they start beaming and, and they ask you, you know, what, what your role is, uh, an FIU, what, what's going on with the FIU shirt. And, um, it's, it's just, it's super exciting to go out to those events. And, and again, even just going out in the community uh, outside of those events, uh, I, I kind of play a game with, with my family all the time when, you know, if we're going to go grab dinner somewhere, I'll make sure I wear an FIU shirt and I'll say, let's, let's see who or how many people come up and say something to me about FIU. Right. So, um, and it happens, it happens all the time. So, um, so, so it's great, but the, the pause up tour events went really, really well this year. They were mm-hmm. well attended, uh, shoot the one that we just had, I guess it wasn't technically part of the pause up tour, but the event we just had at Monty's was, was awesome. Um, yeah. that, that was a great turnout, lots of energy. Um, we had a lot of people join the Panther Club, buy some season tickets there on the spot. So, uh, r- really, um, really enjoying those events. I mean, putting putting the vice and the, the vice hats and the vice shirts kind of probably tempted a lot of people right. to buy those, those season tickets. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That that got people going because because they want that gear. So so it was great. Oops, I accidentally put that again, but it it, it felt kind That's of relevant. No oops, you can put it. It, as it many felt times relevant to the discussion. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, so let's talk a bit about uh, what to expect coming up here, starting with football. Uh, not that long ago, FIU Athletics put out a uh, – or they released a bunch of information regarding the game day experience, including the uh, 
the return of tailgating at the uh, at the Tamiami Park. So, you know, Scott, in your opinion, how crucial was it to secure that that area of land as the tailgating spot for all six football games this season? It was critical. Um, I, I tell people all the time, you have got to have great tailgating if you want to have a great football game, if you want to have a great crowd uh, come to the stadium. It, it starts outside the stadium. Um, mm-hmm. you, you can't just start it inside the stadium, right? You can't just say parking lots open an hour before the game, drive in, park, and, and walk in the stadium. That That's not that's not college football. That's that's not having a great atmosphere. That's not having a great game day experience. So it's critical. We um we were really pushing for that last year. Uh, got in on it a little bit late in the game, so there was already some uh, some conflicts uh, there in the park. And if my memory serves correctly, of the six home games last year, I think we could only park in there, have people park in there, maybe four of the six games. If memory serves, uh, this year we're excited. It's all six games. Uh, people are going to be able to park back there, and we really want to encourage uh, our, our fan base to come early, c- come early and tailgate, have a great time out there, throw the football around with your kids, uh, bring your grill, uh, cook something. Uh, if you cook something really good, I'd love to swing by and uh, be the official taste <laughs> tester. Uh, so ha- happy to do that. Um, uh, open, uh, open. Uh, I'm opening invites for myself to come to to your tailgates. <laughs> but um, but we'd love to really create that atmosphere, you know, love to have people bring their RVs. Right. I mean, like we, we just want to get this thing going. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've just spent a lot of time talking about that is a football game day. It's all about having fun. We want everybody just to come and have a blast, have fun, whatever that looks sure. like for you. But but tailgating, we feel, is just such a uh, a fun and special thing to do, especially uh, in, a, in a college football game. Right. I know we live in a in a town where there's a lot of pro sports mentality, uh, more so than even college sports mentality here. But um, it, it's so crucial to be able to come back to your alma mater, show your kids where you went to class, show them which which residence hall you lived in and those types of things. And, and you know, make up stories about all the things you did on the intramural fields that you really didn't do. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, let them let them know all those kind of things. And, uh, and and then, you know, tailgate and come to a football game. So we'd really encourage people to do that thought that last year the uh, the student tailgating area there on the promenade right by the Tamiami Hall was outstanding. Uh, so many students out there having a blast. Um, it was great and, and doing the Panther walk down there with our football team. Um, so we were we were super excited about how all that went last year. Now we just want to increase the number of people doing it. Right. So so that's uh-huh. the goal this year. Do you I'll have, have any other? Go on. I don't mean to interrupt, Kevin, but do you have any other uh, plans for the game day experience that uh, you and the athletic department are, are maybe cooking behind the scenes that uh, might be excited to reveal? Yeah, nothing, nothing to reveal right now as far as that goes. We're we're working on a few things. We're, we'll put out a press release soon here uh, about some things. You know, just stuff that we're working on, maybe on the concession side or some different, you know, some different things like that. You know, we've got the new. The new kitchen will, will be opened up um, this yeah. year. You know, that was under construction last year. So so that'll be great. Uh, you know, we're making sure we're doing a lot of theme, you know, theme nights. Everything's going to have a theme to it. Um, I, I don't know if Dan will get mad at me for this. I don't know if I'm unveiling anything or not, but we are going to, you know, come up with a fans wear, right, to encourage fans to wear certain colors to certain games and and have some of that type of stuff going so so that we can have some fun there. But um, really the goal is, is to take some things we did last year and just try to make them a little bit better, um, a little bit more fun. And um, and again, we're, we're going to continue throughout the season to work on maybe some different special theme nights and things that we can do uh, with that as well. And 
I know the yeah. alumni association is going to do some stuff. Um, met not all six games, but two or three of the games and, uh, you know, inviting alums to come back and come to certain areas in the stadium to, to hang out. So uh, got a lot of fun things like that planned. Yeah, FIU Athletics put out a tweet regarding the uh, what to wear for game day. So, so you're fine oh. there. You're fine there, Scott. Yeah, okay. Yeah, All right. I mi- I missed that. Did, was that today? I don't know. Yeah, that, that was like a few hours ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay. As as uh as Dan and others at my previous institution always used to laugh about is that they knew that um if they wanted to see uh, tweets or likes or retweets from me, they they knew it was going to come around ten fifteen or ten thirty because that's when I'm finally laying in my bed and I can, I can actually get on the platform and look at stuff during the day. A lot of times I, I don't have time to, but uh, they always knew it was going to come late night. So I'll, I'll check my feed tonight. I was also going to add, um, Go ahead, Johnny. Also some alumni association where I, there's some road, you know, tailgates I saw. Oh, yeah. UConn, I know. Yeah. Talk a little about that as well, you know, getting, you know, more alumni out of, you know, out of the state of Florida. A- absolutely. Again, we have such a large base and, um, uh, you know, I think it was hard for them to choose this year, right? Because you've got such such a great base in Nashville, right? When we go play Middle Tennessee and um, up in Connecticut area. And so uh, they selected Connecticut, which I think is great. Uh, last year, we actually uh, did it at Charlotte. Uh, had a nice turnout of alumni at Charlotte last yeah. year. And uh, so it's really exciting to, to be able to get up there. And, and I look forward to hanging out with those alumni and, and getting a chance to meet them and, and talk about their experiences at FIU. And like I said, it's so much fun to talk to them because – they just they're so uh, passionate about FIU and, and the great experience they had getting their degree that you just love to hear those stories. So we're looking forward to that road tailgate for sure. Is it just one this year or are there going to be multiple? I think it's just the one. I believe it's just the okay. one at, at UConn this year. I do want to ask you, obviously, kind of staying on the on the football topic. You know, we could talk. We could go on a whole episode talking about football, but mm. um, you know, four and eight last season. You know, obviously, a huge improvement from what we saw a couple of years back. Yeah. What's your expectation entering this year for for this football team that you know lost some big names but brought some nice names and we've seen, you know, some returning players kind of step up into some new roles and you know they, they they've been they've been showing it out well. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm excited about the year. I mean, my, you know, it's, it's one of those, you, you never really want to put uh, expectations on somebody. Right. But um, love to see us get to a bowl game this year. Right. Yeah. That, that would be, you know, to, to be really competitive and, and get to a bowl game this year, I, I think would be great. Uh, you know, I, I haven't checked with coach Mack to see what the team goals are. Right. So hopefully I'm aligned with, uh, with where they are with that. But um, I think that'd be a great next step, um, you know, to, to get to the bowl game and, um and, uh, you know, just show show a lot of improvement this year from last year. As, as you mentioned, Kevin, we showed a lot of improvement last year from the year before. Right. And, and yeah. um, to, to continue mm-hmm. doing that. And and, and I, I really like what I see when when I go out to practice. Um, I'm really encouraged by it. I, I, I think the, the main thing that I see, because I've never been a football coach and I've never played the sport. So I'm, I'm at least willing and I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. So I'm I'm willing to, to say that, that, you know, there's a lot that I don't know about the sport, but um just the the size of our guys, right? Yeah. It's a noticeable difference when when you look at, and I'm not just talking about offensive and defensive line because it's extremely important that those that those uh, young men have that size that that you're looking for, um, and they certainly do. Um, you guys, I'm sure, have seen it. They over the past year, they've really changed their bodies. Um, you know, and and when when you walk by that defensive line, you know, huddle when when they're all together in their position group, you're looking over and you're going that looks like a defensive line group right there. Yeah. Right. So, mm-hmm. But so it's not just there. It's when, when you look at our wide receivers, when you look at our running backs, when you look at our defensive backs our you know, our linebackers, 
across the board, um, you, you can you can see that um, that the nutrition program and the strength and conditioning program over the past 12 months have, have really have really paid dividends. Now, that has to translate onto the field, of course. Right. Um, so uh, uh, but but I, I think it will. And, and I'm really excited about that. Especially to like kind of maintain yourself in this in the heat, yeah. uh, you know. We've yeah. been out there, all of us, at some point. It's hot. It is, hot. it is very hot. Uh, Johnny always asks these guys, just how, how do you stay? You know, how do you stay kind of active throughout this time? Because it's it's pretty easy to kind of, you know, just feel extremely tired at some point. So you know, and obviously they keep, you know, it's it's impressive what they do. And obviously, I think Johnny, you were talking about all these other positions, Scott. I mean, the quarterback position itself. Grayson added twenty pounds, I believe. If I'm correct, Johnny, right? That was the case. Yeah, he uh, bulked up. You know, now he's all you know lean. He's built, so that's you know big addition for for the team as well. Absolutely, and, and he was he was already a big guy. Yeah, right. I, I can I can remember last year specifically. Remember last year, the first practice I was at, I didn't I didn't know any of the players really. I mean, as far as you know, uh, other than a little bit of research I did, and, and when I looked out there, I was like, whoa, <laughs> that is a very very good size, good looking quarterback right there. Right. Uh, for Grayson. And, and to your point, even, even the work that he's done, he's been able to change his body up um, to, to be even in a better place and in better shape. So really excited. We, we know that'll pay off, right. Um, that that's what it's all about, but you know, but that was something that we needed to do. We needed to invest. We needed to invest in that nutrition, right. I mean, it's, you know, every, everybody can sit there and go, yeah, you're right, Scott, those guys do look bigger and stronger and all that kind of stuff. Well, that doesn't come for free, right? There's a, there's a, there's a cost to that, right? Food costs money, as we all know, and in, in, in Miami, it costs money times 10, right? Um, yeah. So, but, but that was an investment that we knew that, that we needed to make. Um, and again, Panther club members, you know, giving us donations, helping us with things that, that helps in all those areas to, to help us in, make those other investments. And one sport, which I think is, is a big one, um, is, is men's soccer. I mean, three championships in their past two seasons. Coach Kyle Russell, every year, bigger and bigger. This year, you look at they're going to Oregon State next week, which is a, a big test. Talk about that team. And really, it's sky's the limit for, for Coach Russell and the soccer program. Oh, ab- absolutely. We, we've got the, the best coaches in the country. Um, I, I believe that. I mean, it's, it, they're amazing. They, they really are um, very excited about the upcoming uh, soccer season, both men's and women's. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited to see. I think our women's team took a huge step forward last Very year much. from the year before, yeah. and, and I think they're going to do it again this year. And excited about uh, about what what Jonathan's doing with them. I'm really excited about that as well. But um, uh, but yes, going back to men's, I, I think we can have another great year this year. Um, I, I think we're going to be competing for that conference championship again. I think we're going to be. Uh, you know, competing to get in that in the NCAA tournament. And and I think we're going to make some noise. I, I really do. Um, some new pieces there as well. Right. Um, you know, it, it, it it's always tough when you lose somebody like Steven because um, he was just he was special. Right. Just a great yeah. player. But but I think we got a great plan for uh, for the team. And, and I, I think uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I was I was disappointed last night. Uh, I was coming out of my office at uh, five minutes to seven. And I was planning to be there for the, you know, that first exhibition game. I wanted to catch the first half and, and just get a chance to see everything. And I come down the stairs where, where my office is. And as soon as I open the door, I hear Kyle's voice. And I look, I look down the hallway and I, and, and he looked at me and I said, Oh, don't tell me we got a lightning delay or something. And he laughed. He said, yeah, we're, you know, he goes, but that's good. You know, we're, we're, um, you know, we, we always, you know, you got to work through adversity. So it, it's a, it's a good thing to do. And I'm like, 
well, it's a good thing to do other than the fact that I got 45 minutes to come watch the game. I wanted to watch the first half and then I got to go. And and so I'm going to end up missing, uh, you know, missing seeing you guys play some tonight. So uh, I, I hated that. But, um, uh, but again, that's, that's uh, August in, in South Florida in, in the yeah, evening. Yeah. Right? So, um, but I'm, I'm very excited uh, about our, our program, both again, both programs, but, um, but yeah, I, I think we'll have an, a, a really special year again in men's soccer. I think it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Mr. Kevin, is it time for a break? It is. It is. Oh, so it's time for the news break. Your look at some of the latest topics in FIU athletics and just FIU in general. So let's begin in the NFL, the National Football League. Former FIU Panther Maurice Alexander made his NFL debut a few days ago for the Detroit Lions as they took on the New York Giants in their preseason opener. As their return man, he racked up 33 yards on kickoffs. But the special point in the day was the 95-yard punt return to the house for a big Lions touchdown to help secure a Lions win. This all comes after a solid campaign with the Philadelphia Stars of the USFL back in 2022 and having recently signed a a, uh, reserve-slash-futures contract with Detroit not that long ago. And uh, the final score for that game, Lions 21, Giants 16. Moving on to FIU football. Last episode, we talked about multiple Panthers getting added to the award watch list based on each position, including punter Dayton Montiel, defensive tackle Jeremy Passmore, and tight end Josiah Miaman. Now, earlier today, it was announced that quarterback Grayson James has been added to the Earl Campbell-Tyler Rose award watch list, which recognizes the top offensive player in Division I football that just so happens to be from Texas. So this is now Grayson's second straight year being on that watch list. Finally, since we've been talking about money a lot this episode, a brand new $48 million building on campus has officially had its final steel beam fastened into place earlier this week in a topping out ceremony. It's currently known as the College of Engineering and Computing Building and will be an expansion of the engineering center that's currently off campus. The building is massive and it's located at the southwest corner of 8th Street and one and 107 Avenue. At this time, no timetable has been given in regards to when it might be completed, but it's still likely a year or two away. So that was your look at Newsbreak. So let's get right into these viewer questions. We had we had 11 people uh, send us some questions they'd like to uh, have us ask Scott Carr. And again, thank you to everyone who filled out, took the time, filled out the form, and just wanted to hear from the AD himself. So let's, let's just get right into it, man. So uh, Mr. Eddie Hondel asks, quote, is there a chance for a group of five school to make the, uh, the college football playoffs this season, or will the NCAA wait until the, uh, the upcoming playoff format expansion to add more teams from outside the power five in the future? Well, I guess the, the way to answer that is there's yes, there's a chance but I don't know if it's like the chance from Dumb and Dumber where you're saying, so you're saying there's a chance, right? <laughs> um, so yes, there's a chance. For instance, Cincinnati made it, right? When yeah. they were a group of five team, right? So so they made it, you know, the, the one time. Um, obviously UCF and some others have been left out. They've not made it, right? Um, so the way, the way to answer that is technically on paper, yes, there's a chance, right? Um, in reality, when it's a four-team playoff, it, it's beyond challenging uh, to, to make that, right? So that'll be 
great as we start in 24, uh, opening up to the 12 opportunities, then, then there's going to be a much, uh, a much more legit chance. I think you'll see a, uh, a group of five team that'll, that'll be in it every year um, yeah. in the 12 team format. Yeah. Uh, Oscar asked, just Oscar asks, quote, it seems that the big 10 and the SEC are the two mega conferences uh, right now. Do you see uh, every other conference looking to pair or merge with another uh, conference to try to keep up with those two? <laughs> Man. I wish I could answer Oscar's question. If, if I could answer that, uh, I'd quit and I'd be a billionaire living on my own private island, right? If I could, <laughs> if I could, uh, if I could predict the future like that, right? But um, no, I, I guess the, the way I would answer that seriously is it won't surprise me at all if over the course of the next however many years, um, if, if there's some sort of more, uh, more radical uh realignment right what whatever that looks like right mm -hmm. um it's just i don't think anybody's figured out what exactly that looks like how does football fit into that versus your tennis program right versus men's basketball versus golf versus you know all those kinds of things um it's very complicated uh you know college athletics is what i love i don't want to do anything else in my life but it's a very complicated uh formula right if um if you work for the Dolphins, you, there's one sport you're worried about. It's the right. sport of football, right? It, it's, uh, you know, there's X, you know, you're, you're limited to the number of people that you're, that you're uh, trying to help. The, you know, if you're building facilities, you're building facilities for one sport, right? And college football, what, what I love about it is you're providing opportunities for so many young people, uh, both educational uh, and, and competitively, but, you know, there, there's a lot that's involved there, right? Yeah. It's, it's not just about one sport. It's not just about, uh, you know, one thing. So um, hard to say, Oscar, I wish I had a better answer for you, uh, but I don't think there's one person in this country that can answer that question uh, no. appropriately. So uh, I took my stab at talking around it. <laughs> it, it. It was a great effort, Scott, I got to say. Yeah. Um, Mike H asks, uh, and, and this question's a bit closer to home. Uh, Having an indoor practice facility seems to be the new normal for many FBS schools. Are there any plans to have an indoor practice facility at MMC in the future? Uh, yes, uh, Mike H. I'll be calling him to be the lead uh, to to give the lead gift uh, for for that indoor practice facility. So uh, so so let, let him know that uh, I've already got his cell. So I'll be uh, I'll be reaching out to him. Um, but so as a part of our facility master plan, absolutely uh, something that we that we want to have on that master plan is to have an indoor practice facility. Um, what what we'd probably do is is uh, the trend, the norm that you're seeing now is it's not a fully a fully enclosed HVAC yeah. um, indoor. It, it's um, it's more of a shell. And then you have the lightning protection um, that's a part of it so that you can still practice if it's lightning. Um, so about the only time down in South Florida, you couldn't practice there is if there's a hurricane coming through, right. Um, you know, you could practice if it's storming, you could practice if it's practice, if it feels like it's 120 degrees outside and, and you, you want to be in the shade. Um, you can practice if it's raining and, and you can stay dry. So, um, so yes, that's absolutely a, a part of our, um, of our thinking with the master plan for sure. Those, that, that indoor practice facility would be great right now with how hot it's been lately. And the yeah. rain, the afternoon showers too. Yeah, yeah it, it'd be great. And, and again, it, it'd be great. You know, I, I was talking to 
to, to Barry, our, our band director, just yesterday, I guess it probably was. It'd be great right now to help the band as well. Yeah, right? that's the, the mm. band is trying to get ready for the season and it's hot, right? And when you get on our artificial turf, it's hotter. Um, so it'd be great to, to be able to get them in the shade as well. And, and then, um, you know, it could be something that could be used uh, for, I'm sure, by, by the student body as well, right? I'm sure they wouldn't argue about being able to be out of the elements or, or just be in a, in a facility like that. So, so yes, the answer is yes. That's something that we're, uh, we're certainly going to have on our plan. Again, it's, it's all, it's a matter of, uh, it, it's only a pretty picture if we don't raise the money. Right. So we'll, yeah. we'll have to raise the money. for Maybe, it. So, so yeah. maybe join Panther club. Hey, guys. Yeah. Uh, ab- yeah. Right absolutely. Hey, number four. Alrighty then. Uh, David, just David, though my head cannon believes that this is David Drucker. I'm just going to take a stab and say this is our good friend, David Drucker. Uh, he asks, will FIU be selling Vice jerseys for the October 11th game, or does Adidas not allow FIU merchandise such as those to be sold in retail a la the, uh, the bookstore on campus? I'm not going to ruin Dan's surprise, so I'm going to say stay tuned. But um, <laughs> let's just say that. Let's say that this year we had we had more time to plan for the vice game than we did last year. I'll leave it at that. Mm. Oh, okay. But but in, but in regards to the second part of the question, I do remember seeing some football slash baseball uniforms being sold at the uh, the bookstore on campus at MMC. That is something I have uh, seen. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure the bookstore on campus they do have uh, some. I'll use the word replica type jerseys um, that they do have up there. I I believe I believe you're right, Jake. Yeah. Yeah, so, I've seen uh, the basketball ones. Those yeah. Are- yeah, they they have yeah. them. They're they're not like official, but you know they're good enough for game day, right? They look they look good. Yes, yes. yes. So, uh, all right, Mr. Reese Williams asks, uh, very the shortest question here: When are we getting a track and field complex on campus? <laughs> you may need his his phone number too, Scott. Yes. Yeah. Yes, or maybe just his wallet as well, because uh, yeah, I feel like that's hey. what most of these questions are, are, are leading towards. <laughs> I, I'm I'm accepting checks for that facility as well. Um, so the answer to that question is uh, that's a part of our facility master plan as well. Um, like with every facility, uh, funding uh, is is the the biggest. Well, funding is usually the biggest issue or challenge. With with a track, uh, the bigger challenge for us is. Where do you put it on campus? Yeah. Right. Um, a track is very large. Uh, so that is something that we are working with our sports architects on to try to figure out how do we fit a track on campus. Um, that's yeah. lo- location is is the bigger challenge than money. And money is a big challenge. So um, right. that is something that is that is absolutely uh, uh very high on my list of wants and needs uh, is to get a track on campus. That's something that um, I don't think I fully realized when, when I accepted the job that, that we didn't have a track on campus. Uh, so when I found that out, I, I probably would have liked to have seen my facial expression, but um, that's, it's extremely important to me. I, I want to get a track uh, on campus for, our, for our men's and women's track teams. Yeah. It's just, again, lo- location as well as, as well as money as a challenge. Not that it isn't for the indoor practice facility as well, right? I mean, yeah. there's, you know, you, you you have to get very creative because um, we have a beautiful campus. I love our campus. I just yeah. wish we had, uh, you know, 
couple thousand more acres, right? Uh, yeah. To, uh, that uh, as a blank canvas that that we could that we could paint on. Yeah. Um, so so that's that's a, a challenge for us, but very high on our list. But um, but yeah, uh, you want to hit the the tab of the uh, of the join the Panther Club for Reese? That'd be great. We'd, we'd uh, <laughs> and, and if he wants if he wants to earmark it for track, I can promise him that it'll go to the track program. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, don't worry, Scott. You, Just, oh, I'm sorry. Go, I'm go sorry, ahead. Jake. I, I do want to ask you, when it comes to location, you would like to keep, I guess, everything when it comes to athletics on the MMC campus, right? There's never been consideration putting anything on, on the other campus. No. He's too small, man. Yeah, well, and we, we already struggle with that with our swim team, right? Right, Because we, we have a pool, but the pool's at BBC, right? And so okay. um, that's just a real challenge when your student athletes live, train, you know, our training rooms – our weight rooms that, you know, everything is on, is on the MMC. Yeah, it's campus. already there. Yeah. It, it's, it's a real challenge to, to try to do something up at the BBC campus. Um, and, and take and that hour long bus ride. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really tough. So, so that's not something we're really considering because right now, you know, they, they train a lot at tropical park and um, Oh gosh, what is the name? I just lost the name of the other track that we'll go to. Uh, Ah, gosh. Anyway, um, but Tropical Parks is where we go a lot, which is three or four miles from campus, which, again, three, four miles doesn't mean it's three or four minutes. Right. Um, a lot, a lot. But uh, but that's so much yeah. closer than BBC. Right. Yeah. Um, so. So, yeah, we that that hasn't been something that we're really considering. Right. But uh, but in regards to that, that where they could put that track complex. I mean, don't worry, Scott, just put it right next to the hockey arena. Where's the hockey arena? <laughs> it's gonna be on MFC, right? Because we're because gonna get the money right from the Panther Club, right? Yeah. Jake, you you could donate. Like we we could all donate, right, guys? Jake, I, Jake, I, I'll be I'll be I'll have no problem being <laughs> blunt and bursting your bubble. You you you're not gonna see a hockey program anytime in the near future at at uh, FIU. A hockey <laughs> fan can dream, though, right? He can dream. You can dream, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Uh, let's keep this going. Uh, th this is our first anonymous user, technically, but uh, he asked. This is kind of like a, some constructive criticism here, but usually the criticism comes from the anonymous people. By yeah, the way. right. Just, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Putting this yeah. in the planner, but no, nothing, nothing like stepping up and uh, and and criticizing and putting your name on it, right? So anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, he asks, he or she, I guess, asks. Is there any chance that the uh, with the new uh, with the new TV deal that the uh, TV production itself gets an upgrade this season for football games? He says that frankly, sometimes the games can look amateurish and uh, can make us look small time during the broadcast. However, he did say the saving grace is the play-by-play uh, -play crew for uh, FIU, who is wonderful. But yeah, the question is uh, the question itself is is the TV production going to change as part of the new TV deal? Sure. And, and if you can figure out who that is, I would love to talk to them about if you want to click the button, join in the Panther Club um, to, to help us upgrade our equipment. That, that would be awesome. Um, so to answer your question, uh, we absolutely know that we want to upgrade the, the, the production. Um, we've actually looked into it and it's, it's going to be around $550,000 that we need to spend to get the equipment that, that we want. Right. So we're we're going to have to chip away at that, right? To be honest with you, so we are we are purchasing some some new cameras this year, but they're not the cameras that we ultimately want to purchase, right? It's it's some cameras that that we're hoping will enhance uh, that production, 
Um, but, uh, you know, the, the money that we have to spend this year is not for the, the ultimate cameras that we want. So mm -hmm. hopefully we're going to see an improvement, but um, I agree completely that, that we want to upgrade our production, but it's, again, I know I sound like a broken record. When I talk to people, they tell me the things that where they want to see FIU go. And I look at them and I say, yep, we just need your financial support and we can get there. <laughs> right. right. I, I can't, I can't will it to happen. Um, we, we need uh, the Panther family to step up and uh, buy season tickets, join the Panther club and, and help us get these things done. And, and we're happy to do them because they are all, it's on our list. It's on our right. list. big time. Always. You can buy tickets, go to the games in person, go to the I, games. Yeah. Right. hundred percent. Yep. hundred percent. It, it, uh, they, they look a lot better when you're sitting in the stands than, than when you're sitting on Amen. your couch. So yeah. absolutely. Uh, good, okay. good call. Good call, Jonathan. Good call. Yeah. Jonathan, Johnny with the assist. Yeah. I, mi I missed that one. I swung and missed on that one. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, so uh, Tom G uh, asks, and this is, this is an interesting question. Um, what are your thoughts on adding a Miami word mark in the front chest of athletics jerseys, specifically above the numbers? Love that, Kevin. But, uh, Okay, adding a Miami award mark in the front chest of the jerseys above the numbers to give a specific location for FIU on the helmet for those who may not know FIU's exact location. And he gave an example being Southern Methodist University, how they put Dallas in the front of their jerseys to let people know, yeah, we play in Dallas. Yeah, great, great question. It's stuff we've kicked around. Now, the difference between us and SMU is there's no, there's no school seven miles from SMU that's called – University of Dallas. Right. Right. Um, so, so that, that makes it a little bit different, a little bit unique. Right. Um, so where we are today is, is we, um, we're really trying to do a lot more with the 305 logo. Right. right? The 305 with the Panther head. It's on, um, the, vice, it's on it. the helmet of the vice. Yes. Yeah. Right. I, I get it. If, if you live in California, maybe Georgia, maybe other parts of the state of Florida, you may not know where 305 is. Right. But, um, that that's a, a little different way of, of going about it to, to get to the same place. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, it's, it's certainly, you know, stuff that we talk about when we talk about branding, but as of right now, we, we haven't added uh, the, the word Miami to, to our uniforms at, at this yeah. time. Yeah. The, but I don't, I don't know. The 305 is very iconic. Maybe thanks in part to Mr. 305. And, and, and the contributions he's done for acknowledging the city. But, yeah, there there are ways to get around that. You know, Dade County, uh, uh, South Florida. Well, I mean, there is a South Florida, but they, yes. they don't count. Yeah. They don't count uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's not yeah. a South Florida in South Florida, right? But there's, right. A, there's a, yeah. So, uh, all right. Uh, good friend of the show, Liam Rooney. Uh, former sports director at Panther now. Scott, I believe you've met Liam a bunch of times. Yeah, um, he's in the state capital. Right, yeah, yeah. You're putting in the work yeah. in Tallahassee. Shout out, Liam. Uh, we yeah. might need you back on the show for uh, for soccer coming up. By the way, Liam, in case you're watching, yeah. Um, he asks again a very quick, precise to the point question. We got the vice unis, but are we ever going to see throwback uniforms? And not in and not in the form of Sunblazer uniforms, but more in the like 2002 FIU finally gets its football team kind of uniforms. Uh. I'm, I'm sure that's something that we'll do at some point. Right. Um, you know, it's, uh, 
it's uh, you, you can't feed the beast enough, right? We, we unveil right. the vice uniforms. It's like, hey, that's great. What else are you doing, right? <laughs> what have you, uh, as Eddie Murphy used to say in his stand-up routine, what have you done for me lately, right? Um, yeah. So, so we we absolutely want to do more um, more of those things. Again, it's just you know, football uniforms aren't cheap, right? Um, right. I, I can tell you, uh, not specific prices, but let's just say that. Um, Football spelled F-O-O-T ball. Those jerseys are a lot more expensive than football spelled F-U-T ball, right? It's mm-hmm. it's uh it's a lot cheaper to to you know do a new soccer uniform than it is a, a the new football uniforms. But it's an um, amazing analogy, Scott. My goodness. Yes, <laughs> yes, but but it, it's one of those where yes, we we plan to have a lot of fun uh here, you know, that's that's why Dan's here. That's why I'm here to build the brand mm-hmm. and, and have fun with all those types of things. Um, but it's just, you know, we, we have, we have to get there. So, um, so yes, that, that's something we certainly would want to do. Um, I just can't put a date on, on when that would happen. And you know, what, what Liam may have forgotten is I believe last year FIU kind of sort of did that with the helmets. I believe it was one game. They put the, uh, the old school FIU font, on the uh, on the helmets, I don't know if it was last year or maybe the season before. Like it may have been at the homecoming three. game or so, or right. one of the games, yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. I, I so remember seeing a helmet with the the old school FIU on it. Yeah, helmet helmet decals are cheaper than uh, than jerseys and pants yeah. <laughs> for sure. So so yeah, so we want to keep being creative, uh, you know, on a budget, right? All right. Uh, <laughs> I guess I do want to ask you, Scott. Oh, sorry, another go ahead, question go. here. Obviously, now you've been here for about, I believe, over a year. Just kind of what's been the biggest thing you've learned throughout, you know, I guess your journey as an AD, obviously rebuilding the program to what it was a long time ago. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just everywhere is a little different. Right. Um, you know, I, I think the biggest thing, like, like you've heard me saying here, the biggest thing for us here is um, we've just we really got to get the uh, we got to get the FIU alumni base that loves FIU, we got to get them engaged, right? We got to move them from, we got to move them from love to engagement, right? We've got to, mm-hmm. we, we need to see more FIU license plates driving around town, right? I we need to see one. more FIU shirts, right? I, it's going to happen. I'm, I'm looking forward to the day that when somebody does see me in an FIU shirt, they don't ask me, do I work at the university, right? They, they just sit back and go, oh, hey, Paul's up, right? Um, you know, so I, I think the, the biggest thing is just it's it's getting that engagement, right? It's it's getting people to say, I'm going to buy season tickets and, and come to the games instead of saying, well, I don't know that I can make it to them all, so I'll just come to one, right? Or whatever. It's like, no, buy the season tickets and do everything you can to make it, right? I, I tell people, I joke with some people and I say, I can't wait for the day that that our fans are mad at me because we haven't released the football schedule and they're trying to plan something in the fall, and, and they can't plan it until they get the football schedule out. Right. Right yeah. now, it's more of a no, I'm going to plan my fall and hopefully it doesn't conflict with FIU, FIU games. Right. Yeah. So um, it, it's really just getting that that strong engagement and in, in, uh, in, in buy in. Again, the love is there. The excitement's there. The the we want FIU to be very successful is there. But it's just it's really just trying to move it from that love to that engagement um, is really what we're working hard at and, and trying to find the right the right formula, right? How, how do we find that right formula uh, to get people to do that? And I'll use another example for you because um, we because we heard this for a while, right? Is, you know, 
well, I can't, you know, I, I'm not going to buy season tickets because, you know, we got two games on Wednesday. I mean, how am I going to make it to a Wednesday football game? Right. And you sit back and you go, okay, hold on a second. Right. We live in Miami, Florida. Okay. So first and foremost, if you're going to tell me it's because of your kids, I'm going to tell you that when I go out to dinner at 630 on a Wednesday night, the restaurant's empty. And by 830, the restaurant's packed and there's kids all over the place and they have school the next day. Right. So so don't tell me that that your kids aren't out, uh, you know, till 10 o'clock at night right now, as it is on a Wednesday night. Right. Then I, I saw I saw what happened when the Florida Panthers were making a run and the Miami Heat were making a run. And how many how many of those games were not on a Friday or a Saturday night? Right. I mean, they're they're midweek games. And guess what? You didn't even know you were going to be going to that game three days ago, but it just happened and you're there, right? Packed. Sold okay, out. right? You, you Every night you leave your office and you drive somewhere in Miami traffic, right? So you're sitting back and you're going, the, the excuses aren't adding up for me. And then at the same time, guess what I'm going to do if I have this Wednesday night game for you? I'm going to give you your Saturday back. And we know how much people love their Saturdays. Yeah. Right. You want to go boating. You want to go to the beach. You want to go to a cafe and eat lunch. You want to do whatever it is you want to do. Well, now you have a Saturday back. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to flip it on you that the schedule is actually better for you, because instead of giving up six Saturdays, you only have to give up four. And and you can still come to some Wednesday night games and and have a great time um, with that as well. So it's it's just it's really just trying to, you know, help change uh, that mindset a little bit to, to just say, you know, hey, six times a year the most important thing that, that I'm doing is, is, you know, coming to an FIU football game. Right. And, 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 you know, tailgating and joining the Panther club and, and, you know, and I'm going to be there. Right. And so, um, so I'd say, Kevin, that's probably the biggest thing that, that, that I spend my time really trying to work on and focus on and, and, and figure out how, how we can really, you know, flip that, uh, flip that switch, if you will. And I get it. If we go 12 and 0 in football, that, that switch is going to flip. I, I get it. Right. But <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's flipping that switch while we're building to that 12 and 0. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, th- th- this one will be the uh, the last viewer question. Again, thanks to everybody who, um, who sent us some. This one actually comes from my mother who asks, uh, have you been learning any Spanish? Thanks in part to FIU and the uh, Hispanic community. Uh, apagar las luces. Hey. Lights out! Lights out! <laughs> oh my God! Uh, so to answer your mo- to answer your mom's question, um, no habla español. <laughs> um, so I've learned I've learned you know, pico right? Is it pico little right? Uh, or no? Uh, I, I'm a gringo. I don't know Spanish either. Don't yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So so to answer her question though is I honestly I my, my wife and I talk about it all the time. I really do want to learn um, some Spanish. I, I've got to figure out, uh, you know, my, my goal is maybe to to try to uh, do uh, one of those programs where it's, um, you know, it's an audio version of, uh, you know, that mm-hmm. teaches you or whatever that I can on the way to the office or maybe on the way home from the office when I'm not on the phone. Right. I can I can spend 15 or 20 minutes um, trying to learn that. So I, I really do want to learn, um, learn how to speak Spanish. Uh, if I listen to my father 40 years ago, I would know Spanish because he was encouraging me. He he was actually a Spanish major in college uh, mm. back in the mid 60s. Right. Um, but he was a Spanish major. And he said, 
Scott, you you really you really need to learn Spanish. That'll serve you well one day. <laughs> and I'm like, Dad, you know, I, I don't have time right now. I'm trying to learn all these other things. And so I, I should have, uh, you know, lesson learned there. Always, always listen to your to your father and to your mother. Right. And uh, Amen. Um, so so you can tell your mom I am absolutely planning to do that. But um, <laughs> there, there's not much. Uh, there, there's not a whole lot that I know. And and I do feel bad because there's times I, I want to say to somebody, you know, Buenos Dias or whatever it may be, but I'm, I'm so afraid that they're then going to start trying to talk to me and I'm going to go, Oh no, no, I'm Espanol. Right. So, uh, so a lot of times I'll just say, I'm going to say good morning and you know, we'll, we'll see if we can go from there. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Jonathan. Un poquito. Uh, uh, Scott Carr, we can't thank you enough for joining us again tonight. Uh, before we start to wrap up, Kevin, Johnny, you got anything, uh, Anything else to ask, Scott? You're gonna be saying, here. Are you gonna be at Rustin oh. week zero? Will I be? Ab- absolutely, I'll be in Rustin at week zero. Right. It's hard to believe Hell that yeah. uh, th- this time next week I'm gonna be packing a suitcase, right? And this time uh, or next week tomorrow I'm gonna be on an airplane. Uh, my my wife, it's great. She's she'll be in Rustin with me. Uh, you know, she's she's our biggest supporter uh, as well. So so we will be in Rustin. Uh, next Friday, ready to ready to rock on on the sound the next Saturday. So yes, absolutely. I was going to say tomorrow we go with soccer, and then we kick off. And then right from the get go, we got all the sports going. So tomorrow's going to be a, a little crazy, ain't it? A big day to get get us rolling. A- absolutely, yes, yes. We're we're getting started. You know, women's soccer's on the road this weekend. Men's soccer's you know got another exhibition tomorrow night, and you know volleyball's getting cranked up. Indoor volleyball's getting cranked up, and you know our cross country's getting going. I mean, so it's uh. It's here. We've got our um, we've got our, our welcome back barbecue for our student athletes will be on Sunday uh, afternoon. That's that's always a great time. We get our families together with them. And then, uh, you know, Monday night, that's that's something I can mention for any students that, that are watching. This is Monday night's going to be awesome. Uh, it's first night, uh, the, the first night event um, that, that FIU does. It'll be at the football stadium. And um, last year, I think there was around thirty five hundred students yeah, or so. That really yeah. I'm sure you guys were there, right? But yeah, um, so, we were there. so last year there was, there, I think there was about 3,500 students, and I think there was 35 maybe student organizations that set up there. And I think this year we're, there's going to be about 130 student organizations oh, wow. that will be set up there. So there, you know, campus is expecting an even bigger student crowd, which wow. will be awesome. And you know, Dude, and, and I'll be there, there, Coach Mack and, and President Jessel and. Uh, it's going to be, you know, the band will be there and, and uh, it'll be a great time again on, on Monday night. Uh, I think the event starts, it's either at five or six that, that it starts up at the stadium uh, this upcoming Monday. So that'll be great too. So it, it's here, man. We're, we're rocking and rolling now. Dude, can we set up a table there? Well, just, just why the heck not? No, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. It's, um, so it's an event. It's the, the student, um, what's the proper term? Oh, like the SGA, the, the student government? But, well, it's it's uh, it's the student student government, but student activities, uh, the folks on campus, they put the event on and, and they've put the event on for I don't know how many years that they've done it for a while, I think. And last year when I got here, I went to them and I said, hey, what about having that event at the football stadium? Right. You know, can can we make it a even cooler event? And everybody was like, yeah, let's do that. And so it was great last year. And then, you know, they've just taken that and they're, you know, they're pouring gas on that fire and, and, and making it an even better event. So it, it's an event they put on, and and um, and we just provide the football stadium, but but we get to benefit from having so many students there. So it's a it's one of those great uh, 
you know, uh, collaborative uh, events that, that we do with campus because campus loves FIU athletics and, and wants to mm-hmm. succeed. So it's a it's a great collaborative effort that, that we do with them. So I want to make sure the students know about that and that, that they show yeah. up Monday night. That's going to be awesome. So uh, let's let's start to wrap up here. We've hit the hour mark. Uh, let's wrap up how we always like to wrap up. Um, and that is giving the floor to you, Scott Carr. If you have uh, anything you'd like to say to uh, the uh, the students, the alumni, the players, anyone who's watching this, speak now. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, just in wrapping up again, thank you guys very much for the opportunity to be on here and just talk about FIU athletics. It's uh, it, it's something I just love to do. Um, just again, it brings me energy just to, to talk about what we're doing. And, you know, just want to thank the Panther family, Panther Nation um, for their support. And, and just we need more of it. Right. We just we need you to, to buy your season tickets, please. We have season tickets as low as fifty dollars. Right. So six home games for fifty dollars. It's not even ten dollars a game. Um, you know, obviously, we'd love it if you bought the more expensive seats. That, that'd be great as well. But, um, you know, come to the game as you just put up there. Come to the games, tailgate, have a great time, get your friends involved, get your network, uh, you know, get them to come to the games, uh, join the Panther Club. Right. We've we've uh, we've hit on that a few times tonight as well. But, you know, just just help us uh, turn this this program, this department into what you want it to be. Right. It's, it's not about what I want it to be. It's about what you all want it to be. Um, this this is your institution. Um, and, you know, just just help us get there. Right. Because. It, it takes resources. It, it takes um, it, it, it takes buy-in. It takes people showing up. Uh, you know, it helps us in recruiting when we have great crowds uh, uh, cheering us on. That that's something that that gets the recruits going. And and when you get those good recruits, uh, you get even better in in whatever sport it may be. You get even better in the in the sport. So um, just you know, help help us out there. And uh, and again, do it yourself. But uh, but bring a friend. Right. Help help us reach your network as well because. There's Panthers all over the place uh, down here in, in the South Florida area, and uh, and we can really create a monster uh, here together. So uh, we, we need your help and uh, and support, and we look forward to seeing you on, on September 2nd for sure. Amen. So uh, alrighty then. Again, thank you so much for being on, Scott. Uh, speak for myself and my awesome co-host Kevin and Johnny saying so long and pause up. Pause up. Pause up.